0: Before we begin the episode, I would like to say my usual thanks to all of my sponsors and supporters. You guys are a real big help to this podcast, and you help it grow. So, with that being said, let's get into the episode. And thanks again for listening to Real Talk in the Life of Brit. That's me! Happy Soothing Sunday, everyone. Today, we are going to be diving into the world of Genesis once again. Uh, Today's chapters that I will be playing for you in just a moment are Genesis chapters 23 and 24. So basically we'll be talking about the death of Sarah, Abraham's wife, and Isaac and Rebecca, Abraham's son Isaac, you remember last time, he almost got sacrificed, but God was like, don't touch him. You know, I can see now that. You believe in me and all of that. So, you no longer have to do this task that I set before you to, of sacrificing your son. So, that Isaac has is grown up and is going to get a wife that Abraham's servant will pick out for him. So, let's get into these audios right now.
1: Genesis 23. Sarah lived to be 127 years old. She died at Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went to mourn for Sarah and to weep over her. Then Abraham rose from beside his dead wife and spoke to the Hittites. He said, I am a foreigner and stranger among you. Sell me some property for a burial site here so I can bury my dead. The Hittites replied to Abraham, Sir, listen to us. You are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choices of our tombs. None of us will refuse you his tomb for burying your dead. Then Abraham rose and bowed down before the people of the land, the Hittites. He said to them, If you are willing to let me bury my dead, then listen to me and intercede with Ephron, son of Zohar, on my behalf. So he will sell me the cave of Machpelah, which belongs to him and is at the end of his field, ask him to sell it to me for the full price as a burial site among you. Ephron the Hittite was sitting among his people, and he replied to Abraham in the hearing of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of his city, No, my lord, he said, listen to me. I give you the field, and I give you the cave that is in it. I give it to you in the presence of my people. Bury your dead. Again Abraham bowed down before the people of the land, And he said to Ephron in their hearing, Listen to me, if you will. I will pay the price of the field. Accept it from me so I can bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham, Listen to me, my lord. The land is worth 400 shekels of silver. But what is that between you and me? Bury your dead. Abraham agreed to Ephron's terms and weighed out for him the price he had named in the hearing of the Hittites. 400 shekels of silver according to the weight current among the merchants so Ephron's field in Machpelah near Mamre both the field and the cave in it and all the trees within the borders of the field was deeded to Abraham as his property in the presence of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of the city afterward Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave in the field of Machpelah near Mamre which is at Hebron in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave in it were deeded to Abraham by the Hittites as a burial site. Genesis 24 Abraham was now very old, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. He said to the senior servant in his household, the one in charge of all that he had, Put your hand under my thigh. I want you to swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I am living but will go to my country and my own relatives and get a wife for my son Isaac the servant asked him what if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to this land shall I then take your son back to the country you came from make sure that you do not take my son back there Abraham said the Lord the God of heaven who brought me out of my father's household and my native land, and who spoke to me and promised me on oath, saying to your offspring, I will give this land. He will send his angel before you, so that you can get a wife for my son from there. If the woman is unwilling to come back with you, then you will be released from this oath of mine. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master Abraham and swore oath to him concerning this matter. Then the serpent left, taking with him ten of his master's camels loaded with all kinds of good things from his master. He set out for Aram Naharaim and made his way to the town of Nahor. He had the camels kneel down near the well outside the town. It was toward evening, the time the women go out to draw water. Then he prayed, Lord, God of my master Abraham, make me successful today and show kindness to my master Abraham. See? I'm standing beside this spring and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water. May it be that when I say to a young woman, please let down your jar that I may have a drink and she says, drink, and I'll water your camels too, let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished praying, Rebekah came out with her jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, who was the wife of Abraham's brother Nahor. The woman was very beautiful, a virgin. No man had ever slept with her. She went down to the spring, filled her jar, and came up again. The servant hurried to meet her and said, Please, give me a little water from your jar. Drink, my lord, she said, and quickly lowered the jar to her hands, and gave him a drink. After she had given him a drink, she said, I'll draw water for your camels too, until they have had enough to drink. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough, ran back to the well to draw more water, and drew enough for all his camels. Without saying a word, the man watched her closely to learn whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful. When the camels had finished drinking, The man took out a gold nose ring weighing a becca, and two gold bracelets weighing ten shekels. Then he asked, "'Whose daughter are you? Please tell me. Is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night?' She answered him, "'I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son that Milcah bore to Nahor.' And she added, "'We have plenty of straw and fodder, as well as room for you to spend the night.' Then the man bowed down and worshipped the Lord, saying, Praise be to the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not abandoned his kindness and faithfulness to my master. As for me, the Lord has led me on the journey to the house of my master's relatives. The young woman ran and told her mother's household about these things. Now Rebekah had a brother named Laban, and he hurried out to the man at the spring. As soon as he had seen the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms, and had heard Rebecca tell what the man said to her, he went out to the man and found him standing by the camels near the spring. Come, you who are blessed by the Lord, he said. Why are you standing out here? I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man went to the house, and the camels were unloaded. Straw and fodder were brought for the camels, and water for him and his men to wash their feet. Then food was set before him, but he said, I will not eat until I have told you what I have to say. Then tell us, Laban said. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly, and he has become wealthy. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, male and female servants and camels and donkeys. My master's wife Sarah has borne him a son in her old age, And he has given him everything he owns. And my master made me swear an oath and said, You must not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I live, but go to my father's family, into my own clan, and get a wife for my son. Then I asked my master, What if the woman will not come back with me? He replied, The Lord, before whom I have walked faithfully, will send his angel with you and make your journey a success. So that you can get a wife of my son from my own clan and from my father's family you will be released from my oath if when you go to my clan they refuse to give her to you then you will be released from my oath when i came to the spring today i said lord god of my master abraham if you will please grant success to the journey on which i have come see i am standing beside the spring If a young woman comes out to draw water, and I say to her, Please let me drink a little water from your jar. And if she says to me, Drink, and I'll draw water for your camels too, let her be the one the Lord has chosen for my master's son. Before I finished praying in my heart, Rebecca came out with her jar on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew water, and I said to her, Please give me a drink. She quickly lowered her jar from her shoulder and said, Drink. And I'll water your camels too. So I drank, and she watered the camels also. I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethuel, son of Nahor, whom Milcah bore to him. Then I put the ring in her nose and the bracelets on her arms, and I bowed down and worshipped the Lord. I praised the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me on the right road to get the granddaughter of my master's brother for his son. Now if you will show kindness and faithfulness to my master, tell me. And if not, tell me, so I may know which way to turn. Laban and Bethuel answered, This is from the Lord. We can say nothing to you one way or the other. Here is Rebekah. Take her and go. And let her become the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has directed. When Abraham's servant heard what they said, he bowed down to the ground before the Lord. Then the servant brought out gold and silver jewelry and articles of clothing and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave costly gifts to her brother and to her mother. Then he and the men who were with him ate and drank and spent the night there. When they got up the next morning, he said, Send me on my way to my master. But her brother and her mother replied, Let the young woman remain with us ten days or so, then you may go. But he said to them, Do not detain me, now that the Lord has granted success to my journey. Send me on my way so I may go to my master. Then they said, Let's call the young woman and ask her about it. So they called Rebekah and asked her, Will you go with this man? I will go, she said. So they sent their sister Rebekah on her way, Along with her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, Our sister, may you increase to thousands upon thousands. May your offspring possess the cities of their enemies. Then Rebecca and her attendants got ready and mounted the camels and went back with the man. So the servant took Rebecca and left. Now Isaac, had come from Beer Lahai Roy, for he was living in the Negev. He went out to the field one evening to meditate, and as he looked up, he saw camels approaching. Rebecca also looked up and saw Isaac. She got down from her camel and asked the servant, Who is that man in the field coming to meet us? He is my master. The servant answered. So she took her veil and covered herself. Then the servant told Isaac all he had done. Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother, Sarah, and he married Rebekah. So she became his wife, and he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Genesis 24.
0: the things that I find really beautiful about the Genesis 23 is that Abraham, it even mentions in the Bible that Abraham did mourn for Sarah. And that's one thing that if you put it into perspective of the world, some people see it as a weakness to mourn someone. And... Me, personally, I mourn people when they die. And that's just because it's going to be sad. Like, you're going to feel sadness in your heart because you're meant to. So, mourning is okay. It's not a weakness. In fact, it's a strength because it makes you grow stronger knowing that you have the capability to be sad and to mourn. So that's just one thing I take from that and one of the other things I can say about 21 is the Hittites were like bury her anywhere you choose to like you don't have to pay us anything we'll just give it to you because you are a mighty man of God you know and stuff like that and what are we who are we to tell you that you can't use our things and so bury her wherever you want and all of that and then went to the main hittite and basically said the same thing and he was like well you don't have to give me anything but the land and stuff is worth uh 400 what was it 400 shillings i believe i i don't remember but basically, it's worth this amount of money, but you don't have to give me any of that. Bury your dead whenever and wherever you want, and I'll give it to you. And I think that's something that a lot of people, even myself in this world, have trouble doing, sharing, because we are if we're all supposed to be brothers and sisters of Christ, um... And if we're all supposed to be children of the Lord, how come we don't share more? And I think it has something to do with the way this world was designed. I mean, look at what's going on right now with COVID and stuff. Things are getting worse and worse. And things change people, which in turn makes people worse and worse. So, I really admire the fact that the Hittites were so willing to give Abraham whatever he requested for no price at all. No strings attached, nothing. But Abraham did come around and say, well, you guys need to profit off of this too. Not necessarily profit, but like you need something in return because I believe in giving as well. So he gave them the 400 that they requested and they moved on. In 22, what really, you know what really I guess stood out to me because there are several things in these two chapters the fact that the servant was even a man of God and was praying and stuff um saying that he needed the Lord's help to pick out a wife for his master's son which is something that you don't see a lot like servants will just you know, they're just used to serving and going in and grabbing whatever woman. I mean, he could have went in and grabbed whatever woman. But he let the Lord do his, his biddance and uh, do his bidding, I guess, would be the right word. Biddance? What is biddance? Anyway, uh, he let the Lord do what he wished. And do. he did what the Lord requested. And everything worked out for Isaac. They got married. Uh, Isaac and Rebecca got married. And things went off without a hitch, as they say. So, uh, next time we'll find out more about Isaac and Rebecca, I'm sure. So, stay tuned for Genesis chapters 25 and 26. And with that, I will close. I'm going to put the ad last this time because I feel like God should come first. So, yeah. See you in a minute. Oh, closing time. Why do you hurt my heart so? Well, unfortunately, it is closing time. So i would like to take this opportunity to thank you guys for all that you've done in helping this podcast grow all of the sharing and supporting me in whatever way you have done uh thank you all for listening it's a great experience to be able to talk about my feelings and this is the main way that i can express myself in a positive way and i feel like that is a plus so thank you all for helping me do that every day or at least once in a while and with that being said i will close in prayer dear lord thank you so much for allowing me and my people to learn together today thank you for allowing us to look into each chapter 23 and 24 And see the beauty of it and see the positivity of the world. Help me to shine the light on their hearts as you shine in mine. And help me to allow them to get to know you better and to know your word better. In Jesus' name, I thank you and I pray. Amen. Thank you all so much for being here on this fine-soothing Sunday. Thank you for celebrating it with me. Even if you normally don't do these kind of things on Sunday. Hey, it beats church right i mean i like church and all but i love podcasting a lot more when it comes to soothing sunday so thank you all for listening and i will see you or i will talk to you hopefully next soothing sunday and get ready for mindful monday tomorrow Where I still have no idea what we're going to talk about. But don't worry. I will by tomorrow. Anyway. See ya. Bye. Later.